Hey Zwifters, I'm Simon Schofield and this is the Zwiftcast coming up on this episode. Peak Zwift users smash through the 24,000 barrier. But is the platform's growth about to hit the wall of trainers' shortages? Kids on Zwift, not only are they free, they're everywhere as parents working from home seek solutions. And a significant corporate reorganisation at Zwift. What will this mean for Zwifters? Well, the big news after my bombshell of only being level 40, for which I caught a certain amount of flack around here, is that I have limped and ground my way to level 41. Are you pleased for me, Shane Milligan, eh, mate? Yeah, level 41. I, I thought I, I think I still had hair back then when I was level 41. That was quite some time ago. I wonder what the number one yeah, charting no. song was back then. That was must be something by the Spice Girls of Ace of Bass. But uh, sorry, yeah, level 41. That, that's good going there, Simon. But tell me, did it take the double XP from Tour of Watopia to get just that next level up? Uh, it's helped. Let's put it that way. It's helped. <laughs> but, you know, I'm back in the Cool Kids Club, I hope, if I was ever in there in the first place. Yo, uh, dude, work. Nathan Guerra. Uh, I got some rock, uh, Zwift Rockstar sunglasses, whatever those are, as I smashed my way to level 41. I mean, could life get any more exciting? Uh, I assume you're wearing yours right now. <laughs> They're out of my avatar. No sunglasses here. It's dark out. I think 2.09 a.m. That's our start time here. So no sunglasses on right now. But... Uh, what, what, what was the drops again, Simon? If we're talk, are we are we flexing here a little bit? Because I mean, hey, well, no, actually, I, you know, well, after our last conversation, I, I went a bit, I went a bit crazy. I went shopping because uh, I, I was going to do that jungle stage five times in the dust. I'm still coughing after that, by the way. Uh, five, five, five laps in the dust. So I thought, right, I need a special bag. Obviously, I hadn't prepared myself uh, in any way by reading the Zwift Insider post that, that said you'd get put on mountain bikes automatically. Uh, so I splashed out on a gravel bike, thinking, you know, that's going to help me in the dust. Um, so that was a whole uh, whole lot of wasted money. Um, anyway, Peak Swift in a moment. I know it's well rehearsed, but as the three of us have been around since the days when 100 Swifters on the platform was a crowd, we can't really ignore seeing 20-some thousand in the game. Uh, quite a size. And if you think I'm losing the opportunity to dwell on Shane's epic fail <laughs> in our new Peak Zwift guessing game, you got another thing coming. But first, brace yourselves, a Zwiftcast campaign. <laughs> Uh, right, in our current changed circumstances, I think Zwift ought to drop the unemployment badge and rechristen it the working from home badge. Uh, just a reminder, to get this badge, you have to do at least 5K for 14 days in a row, which I think an awful lot of people are going to be in a position to do. Shane, you with me on this one? Yep, I'm in. That's a very good idea. Well, give me more. <laughs> tell me, Tell me better what a brilliant idea this is. Oh, I think a lot of people are working from home now, but there's also a lot of people who are employed, unemployed or will be unemployed soon. So it's kind of a bit awkward to to win yeah. something for not having – it gets a bit uh, awkward. I, yeah, I do like the idea. I really do. Um, I don't think I have that one. I I have to check. I've got to go back and check that. So I've got to log in, don't I, and check my badges within the game itself and have a look. at. I don't know how I haven't got that. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I'm not even sure if I have got that. In fact, as I was writing this script, I, th I thought, where are my badges? Uh, so, yeah, uh, they'll be somewhere. Uh, Nathan, same criteria, just a different name. As Shane said there, I think it's a bit kind of orcs calling it unemployed. Not quite the uh, right note in these troubled times, is it? No, that's a great point, actually. And uh, not don't want to put, you know, throw salt in the wound. So definitely as people as people like start feeling really good about themselves and like yeah well I'm riding and I'm riding and I'm getting really and you can almost like get addicted to Zwift a little bit which is not the worst thing in the world if you're getting fit and we're all isolated and the next thing you know it pops up you are the unemployment <laughs> job right? across the bottom of the screen hey screenshot, thanks a lot for the reminder of why I'm sitting here in my pain cave right now <laughs> yeah 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 no, it works always around this. And, and in fact, I have actually passed this idea on to HQ. So um, let's see if it works its way up the priority list. Okay, here we go. Peak Swift. Last episode, this happened. 
Simon, you're asking me to revise perfection. I, <laughs> oh. Okay, if I if I must, um, sixteen thousand six hundred and sixty-seven. I'm going to roll with the conservative n plus one theory with this. Just n plus one from last time. Well, I can see the tactics there, but I think you're going to be wrong, actually. Uh, Nathan, same from you, <laughs> just a number for now. This is a tough one. Like like you said, unprecedented. 22,000. Oh. Okay, well, I am uncharacteristically going to be uh, Mr. Optimistic, uh, or optimistic in certain ways. Anyway, I'm going to go with 27,000. I just, <gasps> I think this is enormous. I'm on the floor. Uh, I'm on the floor. I, I've, I've this is like something we've never seen before, and I, I just think it, it's just going to be so big. And we'll, we'll talk about maybe why. Well, uh, Shane, look, I know your guess was a, <laughs> a fraction on the light-hearted uh, side, fella, but... These numbers, I mean, there's no official confirmation from Zwift for, for good reason, but I think the three of us were exchanging screenshots uh, just a few hours ago as we watched it climb to 24,300 and a few pennies. I mean, that is, they are huge numbers. Yeah, wow, just wow. And I think it was Matt Rowe from that other podcast who said if you lined up all these riders, all the, all the Zwifters who are online in real life with their trainers end-to-end, there would be 50 kilometres of real people on trainers. Just think about that for a lead-out train. But in real life, yeah. 50 kilometres, that's how many people were. It's phenomenal. It, uh, in all honesty, I, I thought my 16.666 was, you know, ballpark good. And it was close for a while until – this thing came along. Is there an upside to this virus? Because if that is it, I'm really glad to see this kind of uptake um, and people turning to this platform. I'm glad the platform is there for people to use, and they are. So yeah. blows me away. Absolutely blows me away. Well, you know, 24th, I mean, even for us who've kind of watched watched it grow and been a part of it and, you know, been there on Jarvis when you were rubbing shoulders with weird blue people. Uh, uh, you know, this is just fantastic to see. And it's 24,300 people not on the sofa. Uh, Nathan, one thing about this, you know, the community absolutely loves it. I mean, the higher the numbers, the more Zwifters seem to revel in it, really. Uh, but what about when Richmond's on rotation, mate? <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, it's going to get really crowded pretty quick here. Like, we're starting to get to, you know, there, there is a reality that that MMOs will start to split up things onto, you know, you, you join this server, join that server, and, and will we get to that place? You know, we're starting to hit regular gaming numbers. Like, I, I mean, like, there's, like, bigger game numbers, right? Like, I mean, the biggest that you see... Um, you can go look at the live numbers actually for a lot of Steam games or other games that are out there, and and uh, you know I think a million was what PUBG hit for concurrent, a couple of uh, you know when they were the big game out there. But mm -hmm. I mean we're I mean that that's the biggest game in the world. So if you want to start thinking about like where Zwift is lining up, we are starting to get into that you know lower to mid tier. Wow, like this is some serious mm -hmm. online activity here, and it's super impressive. And um, you know but. Yeah, starting to split things up maybe a little bit if we if this trend continues and the uptake has some sort of longevity to it that isn't just around the current situation in the world, you know, I think that we might see um, the need, you know, to to uh, split things up a little bit more. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, the guessing game wouldn't be complete without a number from our friend Eric Schlange at Zwift Insider. Hey, Eric. Hello, Simon. How are you? Uh, well, I'm good. Busy as you are, no doubt. Okay, let's get straight down to figures, my friend. Uh, you know what, uh, roughly what Nathan, Shane and I did. Last time you were super methodical, so let's have your number and any workings out, please. Uh, okay, my number is going to be 26,500. Mm. And the reason I picked that is we're already up basically exactly 5K from January's high. We hit around 21.5 yesterday. And my back of the napkin guess is that half of the new Zwifters who are coming on are on. And the other half are waiting on trainers, waiting on stuff to get set up. So, yeah, it's a big guess. Who knows what it's going to be? But that's that's what I went with. So another adding another 5K to where we where we hit yesterday, basically. 
Yeah, good number. I see the logic there. That still leaves me way out ahead with my super optimistic 27,000, which may be reined back by lack of trainer availability. But we're going to discuss that uh, a little more with Shane and Nathan. Uh, So for the time being, thank you for that, Eric. Okay, well, there's Eric's number. Uh, Obviously, this is, um, I I did realise, actually, and we had a bit of chat about this, I did realise that, you know, I've not published any rules for this game that I'm going now to win. Uh, But, uh, uh, you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Well, I can only be one winner. I think goalposts are changing right now. What's the rules we're playing by? Well, you know, the rules are I'm going to win, Nathan. <laughs> I thought in our chats it was closest to the pin. Price is right. How are we doing this here? I don't. I haven't given it an awful lot of thought, really. I've been too, you know, busy already reveling in my in my victory, which I know is coming. I know is. I've coming. got the trophy engraved. You can't scrub that off. I'm taking that and running. You're not going to catch me. <laughs> Okay, listen, well, Zwift's capacity is pretty much unlimited. Um, Eric did say, Eric Min said they've had tested up to 50,000 concurrent users. So their capacity is is pretty much unlimited. And that actually, all credit to them, is due to a lot of under-the-hood work a couple of years back. Uh, capacity really should not be an issue. We did see the tiniest uh, brief outage a few days ago on the login server but wow, that was fixed quickly, like within minutes. Um, kudos to Zwift there. So growth in numbers really could be exponential. But wait one moment. There might be a limiting factor. As we hinted last episode, the trainer shortage is coming. Uh, Tax tweeted that due to the enormous demand, their online shop is closed to new orders. Elite is affected by the business shutdown in Italy. We'll hear more about that in a moment from, uh, from the horse's mouth. Wahoo surely took a hit when China shut down. I mean, Shane, there are going to be trainers in the supply chain, but if if times were normal, uh, stocks would kind of probably be heading lower anyway as Northern Hemisphere spring approaches. Obviously, times are not normal. Um, any insight, fella? Look, this uh, current situation we're in in the world wasn't in any of the forecasts, which are done yeah. months in advance. Um, here in Australia, we're ramping up for the winter season, so we're not too bad, but we're still a little early. Um, there's, there's a little bit of stock, but not a lot. By the amount of messages I have for people asking me for trainers, there's not, yeah. not a lot of uh, not a stock left out there. In the Northern Hemisphere, this is going to hurt because typically they're in the downturn right now. And with the numbers we're seeing, this is the winter that we didn't have in the Northern Hemisphere for Zwifters online. We're mm-hmm. seeing, what's that? It was 16,500, now we're seeing 24,500. That's a lot of demands. Now, the question was, you know, are these Zwifters who have always been around, they're just jumping on with trainers? No. A lot of these are new Zwifters, and we know that because as I pointed on Zwift Riders the other day, that spawn point for brand new Zwifters yeah. is packed. There are probably yeah. 20 or 30 at any one time in that one little area where people are onboarded in the default Zwift kit, the default Zwift bike. These are new Zwifters coming on board. So there's going to be a new trainer or people hooking things up for the first time. It's going to hurt. Um, I'm, I'm watching this very closely. Um, mm, we shall see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a hold of Peter Lago, or is it Lego? I'll ask him in a minute. The sales guy Elite. Uh, Peter, like me, is in lockdown as Elite is based in Northern Italy, right in the middle of the virus crisis zone in that country. Well, here's Peter from Elite. Hi, Peter. Hello, Simon. How are you? Probably much the same as you, I would imagine. Um, Listen, your uh, factory, your premises, your whole kind of production uh, setup is is in the area, one of the areas most affected by the virus in Italy. And we all know how badly the the virus has affected Italy. So first question is, is everybody, is everybody safe? Yes, yes, Simon. Thanks for the question. Yes, we are. We're all, we're all safe here in Veneto, uh, northeastern of Italy. Uh, where we have our headquarters. Uh, we've been uh, employed, smart working for most of us for three quarters of the of the, of the work staff. So everyone's working from home since three weeks. Uh, the other part of the, the company is production and QC. They are working from, from the HQ because of course there's no other choice, but uh, all, all has been taken to maintain uh, the highest level of safety and health. So we're sanitizing all the rooms, all the buildings on a daily basis. Everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's wearing gloves. The people in the office have been divided one per room. So there's no, no more, not more than two, one person per room. So we're taking clearly all the actions because our priority has been uh, for the past month or so, uh, health and safety of the co-workers and then, then op- operate in, in somewhat, let's say, normal conditions. 
you know, the human side comes first, but we're all in the, uh, you or you guys at least, are in the trainer business and we're all in the virtual business now. So let's just talk a little bit about stock levels and supplies. How does it look from your bit of the forest? Demand of trainers for this time of the year. Uh, it started more so three weeks ago where we sold uh, more trainers in a week than what we do in a semester. So demand has been ex- unprecedented. That said, uh, we kind of saw, unfortunately, the black cloud coming. Honestly speaking, we, 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 when we saw that, we, we kind of understood what, what we were going towards, unfortunately. To be honest, we, we actually pumped up the production of trainers. Uh, the situation is actually far above and beyond what we ever could have imagined. But the fact that we did increase our production, the fact that since the past four years, we've never stopped production of home trainers simply because it takes more time to make these more more technical units and it takes even more time to QC each unit one by one. If you want to buy an elite trainer, Peter, are you saying that despite these very, very difficult conditions, there shouldn't really be any problem with, with stock levels? I mean, are you managing to ship as well? As we speak, uh, we're shipping. Uh, we had 12 lorries sitting out from our parking lot this morning. Many more have came in. One's, one, one's now driving in here because I'm, I'm, I'm connected with, our, with the webcam, with the, with the warehouse. And uh, we're shipping until tonight because there's a total uh, lockdown here in Italy starting tomorrow, which will end April 3rd. But if I look at what we've shipped in the past three weeks, uh, like I said, that's what we would have shipped probably in five, six months. So the, the, the pipeline, the distribution pipeline has been adequately fed. Uh, clearly, if this continues and if the U.S. goes anywhere near, I hope so, I pray so it does it. But if the U.S. ever goes anywhere near what's happening in Europe, then it's going to, going to be clearly impossible to satisfy everybody's request for any brand. Yeah, yeah. So it, basically, you've got nice, big, full, fat pipelines, but... Uh, as in a very few short hours, like every other single business in Italy, I think you're going to have to shut down. Yes, we'll have to shut down from midnight tonight, and we can reopen uh, April April fourth. Uh, right. So that's going to disrupt production and, uh, like I said, and shipping. But again, I think the the, the measures we've taken first a uh, uh, ensure uh, health and safety of our co-workers, but equally able to produce and, and, and control and ship out. Uh, the team has done an unbelievable job these past two, three weeks. Uh, they're, they're working hard now, sh- loading up a truck. Let's see, one for the UK, one for Slovakia, one's a container for Japan, there's another container for the US. So, so we're distributing trainers a bit globally. Uh, and when it's midnight tonight, uh, we'll take a deep breath and <laughs> the team actually has, has the time to... to even rest after these three hard weeks. Well, that's a fantastic update, Peter. I mean, I'm, I, you know, people will really, really be pleased to hear that and, and such a clear explanation of, of what you've done and and hopefully what the position for, for the consumer will be if they want one of your trainers. If if I can ask, if I can say this one more thing, Simon, just, just two seconds, not much production, but I just want to make and ensure because we're getting hundreds and hundreds of emails from consumers. Customer service will work 24-7 during this disruptive period. We were getting 800% more requests than normal in this period. Uh, the whole team now that's going to not be shipping will be doing customer service answering. So that's going to be guaranteed. R&D will not be interrupted. Everyone's taken home their, their CADs, their computers. So no delay or no disruption for, for R&D development. The only uh, situation of disruption will be for the next nine days production and uh, yeah well that again uh, even better information very very grateful to receive it thank you very much for your time peter and uh saying this to everybody now but 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 to you guys in italy particularly stay safe stay safe all of you stay safe stay healthy and right on thanks fella thank you Uh, shane i did a little test actually i went on to the zwift website where you can buy a trainer of course and kind of went through the whole process and they were saying they'd got stock oh Okay, if, if they've got stock, I hope they can ship them straight away then because people will want these pretty damn soon. Uh, well, that will, again, be a continuing story as this awful, awful crisis develops. Um, so uh, you will know where to find news on any incipient trainer shortage, and that's right here on the Zwiftcast. Okay, fellas, let's just deal with this one very quickly. Are either of you called Dick? 
Uh, uh, part of me is, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't. Hmm. No, uh, no secret, no secret middle names. I should know about. No, uh, uh, I'm just kind of want to leave that one alone. I feel like there's like a "that's what she said" joke coming somewhere. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay, well, look, I, you know, maybe not everybody gets this joke, so maybe I ought to explain it, which will make it not a very good joke. But anyway, if you are called Dick, uh, it may be best that you don't post stuff on Swift Riders that invites lots and lots of people to say uh, Dick by name, Dick. Bye. I'll leave fear business to finish the rest of the sentence in uh, in their heads on that one. Poor old Dick. I almost felt sorry for him in the end. But um, Dick, you know, just in case anyone is missing this, Dick was one of those uh, many people who asked the question, shouldn't Zwift be free in the virus times? Uh, Dick, unfortunately, was met, unfortunately for Dick, was met, was met with a fair amount of... Uh, Ribald banter, I think we could say. Uh, he was also met with a pretty virtually unanimous no, it should not be free. Really interesting, this, Nathan. The community, I mean, it was really, really speaking with one voice and in, in some sense a kind of surprising voice, you know, because people like free stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, like, there was, there's a lot of great points actually made in the threads. Um, and I just think that, People have to keep, I don't know, you have to keep the lights on. You need to keep growing your business. And I think that that's not the job of private businesses. It seems like people just need to have, I don't know, they don't have business degrees or they don't do basic economics. Like, like that's not how private businesses really yeah. work. Yes, deals and things like that. But if everybody just starts giving away free stuff, it hurts the economy even more. Like And so right now we need economy to flourish and what can go around should keep going around. That is not the way we need to go is more free. We need to go less free in the private sphere and let those who are supposed to protect citizens, help citizens and, and support citizens do their job. And that's a, that's a whole nother conversation, obviously about your politics and how governments work, but that's not private business job. And don't go looking for handouts in that space. That's not cool. I'm not asking you for a handout. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. I mean, for the record, I see not one reason on God's green earth why we should go free. Um, I mean, another platform has, but I think that is for very dubious reasons. Personally, more about a rather shabby, opportunistic land grab, if you ask me. Shane, where do you stand on this one? Uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch or for yeah. cyclists, I guess, a free coffee. Someone already, or well, someone always pays and someone's usually already paid um, by the time it gets into your hand. Uh, look, there's no such thing as free Zwift either. I can guarantee anybody asking for free Zwift will be the first to post complaints if Zwift have to hire just one server guy rather than three and just have one server rather than three. They'll be thumping the table if things go down and they can't get their free Zwift. I think we're in very uncertain times worldwide. And if you're in a position to pay for what you use, then pay. If you're not, freeze your subscription. We'll all be here when you come back. Yeah, yeah, quite right. I mean, you know, here in Girona, the bike businesses are suffering and all of us are trying to do something to to help them. And, and you know, that point you made is quite right. In these uncertain times, you ought to be supporting the things that you love, you know, and we're all trying to buy vouchers and stuff to, to help the bike shops who at the moment have got nothing to sell. Really, really hard for them. Okay, uh, let's move on. I think even Dick has moved on now. Right on! Now, at least some of the new peak Swift has been driven by a huge influx of kids onto the platform as increasing numbers of people seek shelter in the home. Uh, bored kids is never good. Bored twitchy kids is even worse. Bored twitchy kids with two parents trying to work from home... That's really, really, really not good. And Zwift can be the solution. A 15-year-old Cormac Nesbitt got on Zwift very early. Here's Cormac. How long have you been on Zwift? I've been on Zwift since I was 10, I believe. Wow. Yeah, my dad was one of the first ones on when it was in the beta stage. Cormac, what is it you like about it so much? It's completely encompasses cycling really you can be social competitive until recently i've basically used it more as a training resource probably all sort of three of them together makes it such a great software right now we're seeing like thousands of young people flood onto zwift you're a bit of a pioneer were any of your mates on it before no not particularly to be honest with you uh a few have come on recently but um with all the coronavirus happening at the moment it's 
a lot easier on Swift and probably will attract a lot of new users, I would have thought. A lot of my friends that I've talked to recently, they're going to start Swift racing and things like that. So, I mean, you're obviously a super keen cyclist. Yeah. And you race, you race on Swift and, and in real life? Yeah, I mean, I, when I was young and I sort of uh, 2017, around then, um, I was racing for Wellin and I did a lot of the track leagues, um, which I really enjoyed, actually. I enjoyed sort of being able to race multiple times in one day and just constantly improving on that. What do you weigh? Uh, 45 kg. Wow. Well, that's right at, right, right at the bottom end of, uh, of the Swift range, isn't it? When, uh, when I first joined, I was 34 kg. So obviously I was carrying the 11 kg weight penalty. And what's your best time up the Alp? To be honest with you, the only time I go up the Alp is, um, like when I'm training, if I'm doing a workout, so normally I'm in erg mode, but I think it's around 57 minutes at the moment. But I think I can go faster than that. I think you probably can go faster than that. Okay, well, listen, we're sharing headphones with your dad. Would you just hand uh, hand the headphones over to your dad? Yeah, sure, absolutely, absolutely. Hello, uh, fellow veteran. Uh, Tim, isn't it? Good afternoon, Simon. You must have been very early. I was. I was uh, I was very fortunate. A guy in the local bike shop almost stumbled across Zwift really, really early in the um in that little funny little island. Jarvis. Uh yeah, exactly. And it was um it was revolutionary to me. I sort of got I won't say got hooked, but it was certainly uh, a very much more attractive way of training rather than um sitting there with nothing to look at bar a brick wall. Absolutely right. How soon did did Cormac express an interest or did you kind of try to introduce him to it? He, he's, he, he will always do what he wants to do. And I, I just encourage him if I, if he wants to do it. And if he doesn't, then that's up to him. He can, he can give it a miss, but it's, there's something really gratifying about seeing your 10 year old, 11 year old, 12 year old, whatever age cycling alongside you, whether that's on the open road or whether that's on Zwift. And we've had some unbelievable fun trying to me trying to hold on to his wheel and him trying to hold on to my wheel in the early days obviously <laughs> in in the current situation that really doesn't happen that often but um i think what's most depressing is when you get uh I, i'm doing a full-on effort and mackie's on his warm down and he comes past me but there we go uh, <laughs> i'm afraid that comes to us all tim absolutely simon you're dead right it must be a really gratifying kind of dad and lad activity I, I think that's the whole point of any sport to be honest but i think the great thing about cycling is whether it's outdoors in real life or or, or virtually that you can uh dad and lad mum and dad mum and dad and lad and all the other people can ride together yeah now i i said dad and lad and i should have corrected myself there because there's plenty of mothers and daughters who do it as well and as a veteran and presumably a, a reasonably close observer of this we've seen and i know this is happening already but we are going to see a huge upsurge i think in kids riding oh on. without a shadow of a doubt and i you know i i've i've been in contact with eric for a long long period of time and we we chat backwards and forwards on on Messenger occasionally, and and I can't um, express my gratitude to him enough for the support that he's giving to children. You know, under 16s go free. That's huge, huge, huge contribution to to kids cycling from Zwift, and it, it deserves a, a tremendous amount of credit for doing exactly that. And um, we for we for one have benefited for that for the last four years, and it's uh, makes a huge difference. Absolutely right. Uh, an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I'm just going to ask you to pass the headphones back to Cormac, please, for one last quick quick word with him. Cormac, when did you first beat your dad? When did I first beat my dad? Probably in real life or in in, in real life or on Zwift. On Zwift. Probably when we first went up the the mountain route. Um, long before the times about to Swift, but um, yeah, I think that was probably the first time. Okay, and what age were you then? Oh. <laughs> well, <Please> say twelve. <laughs> <laughs> He's begging me to say twelve. <laughs> I, I would have thought late, uh, probably around eleven. Yeah. Okay. And uh, last question, my friend: Do you ever let him win now? No, never. <laughs> never. What by beating you? No, have, do yeah. I ever let you win? Definitely no. no. And and I would also add, I never let him win either, but I don't have a choice in that matter. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, an absolute pleasure to talk to the both of you. I hope you continue enjoying your Zwifting uh, together uh, for, for many years to come. Thanks very awesome. much indeed. Thank you very, very much for having us, Simon.
And I would love to hear, by the way, from any mum and daughter setups. Uh, let me know either on Zoocast listeners or hit me up on Twitter or, you know, uh, I'm, I'm all over social media, not, not difficult to find. Uh, the Kids Go Free is such a good initiative from Zwift, but man, it must be a bit of a headache for them now because of the kind of uh, administration involved. And our friend uh, Zwift Insider, Eric Schlange, has a bit of insight on this. This process, of course, that has to be gone through at HQ, I mean, there's all kinds of like child protection and compliance issues that have to be dealt with. Have you got any insight into whether this is causing um, a little bit of a headache for HQ? Yeah, I've heard from some of the customer support team that it's it's putting a bit of a strain on their system. Uh, They haven't fully automated the process yet. They had a they had plans this summer to to do that when when things slow down a little bit. But then here we are (laughs) with things picking up. So they haven't automated it entirely. From what I hear, it takes two or three minutes uh, per kid to to be set up. So that's someone actually sitting there with a keyboard doing some work. Um, But I I definitely want to add that Zwift support staff is, you know, anytime I've talked to them about this issue, they are overwhelmingly positive. It's it's a problem they want to have having having new kids come on board. They they love Zwift loves seeing kids on board. We all love seeing kids on bikes and on board. So they support it. But yeah, it's a maybe a bit of a bit of a backlog, bit of, of more work than they had anticipated right now. Yeah, well that's a really interesting insight actually. Two to three minutes per applicant. Uh, I mean you um, you can do the math uh, as you guys would say and that is a clearly a significant um, significant resource issue. But as you say and as uh, uh, Cormac's dad was saying actually they have never been anything other than fantastically supportive. So yeah, nice problem to have I guess in some ways. Nathan, of course you are as we might expect with five kids and a big Zwift habit um, an old hands at this I mean are your kids now gods and gurus to all their mates uh yeah I mean they know the the ins and outs of Zwift really really well and uh, I mean they got their own Zwift t-shirts they wear them to school I mean but um my kids have the same they I mean they don't the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and so because they haven't been competing for the last year or two uh, in real life so like their motivation level the rides have just come down like they're very much motivated by winning i think Mike a couple of the ones that we're riding swift so asa Karras and kyle have all ridden swift micah and milo are too young really to jump on a bike on swift i mean they could jump on their striders or you know mm. their little other bikes and hook them up mike is kind of getting at the age he's um he's uh eight years old so but <clears throat> yeah i mean they all know how to ride zwift they all have accounts that that could ride zwift um but uh, I think since we're racing again this year, Karis, uh, my 12-year-old, has started to get a little bit more interested again. So, But again, it's about the competitive side for them. And if there isn't the competition side, then they kind of want to just go do something else as far as their activity goes. So a little bit of running and weightlifting and stuff for, the, for, for, for most of them. But I think now that we're heading back into um, uh, mountain bike, dad's going to be racing mountain bikes again. I think it's going to, that'll change up in the next month or two. Plus there's yeah. also the reality that my studio, <sighs> we need a separate space like yeah, studio yeah, yeah. Yeah. versus, you know, we're, we're producing content out of here and having little, like it used to be like kind of studio, kind of Zwift spacing. You know, you've been here you were at the old setup, Simon, but yeah. you haven't seen the new setup. And so for them to be in the new setup space is almost kind of sketchy, if that makes sense. And yeah, so, yeah, no, no. Well, it's your workspace, isn't it? You know, exactly. So yeah. like I kind of need the, the goal down the road is actually to have like a fully dedicated five station, three stations with setup for everybody to be able to do it and then just have the broadcast studio. And I would really love to have that because I think we would all be drifting together a lot more. Um, yeah. once we, once we separate broadcast studio from, from, uh, Zwift's area. So, yeah. yeah. And that of course will be, will be a big problem for a lot, a lot of people, you know, suddenly, uh, the parents got to find places to, to work at home and then setting up, you know, finding space to Zwift and then find his extra space. Virtual maybe. schooling, Simon, big yeah. one too. Then like computers having to be used more. I mean, yeah, I wonder, yeah, if yeah, yeah, I wonder yeah. I'd put it out there actually to people listening. Like, are you finding any kind of struggle there too with how much of the tech in-house has to be used and is it interrupting actually the Zwifting a little bit because you have to move things around yeah, yeah, yeah. More there's demand a lot on the, of virtual on the computer. Yeah. Uh, learning going on right now yeah 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 
God, everything is changing so fast, isn't it? Um, Shane, you've got a little time before Max gets on a trainer. Yeah, his little legs won't reach any bike at the moment, which is kind of good. He's only seven months old, but he's on the move. He's now not quite crawling, but he's rolling and squirming everywhere. Yeah. Um, we're just rolling around on the floor just before he went to bedtime now, before we started recording. And uh, have I mentioned I love being a dad? It is the <laughs> best thing. I know <laughs> you guys once know or it. Twice. Once or twice. It, Ah, uh, I love the little guy. Every morning he wakes up with a smile and he's, he's now cutting laps of his little, um, well, he called it the big boy bed. I've got to put a little garment on his wrist or something because he's actually, you know, he's doing a few kilometers there at night, I reckon, just like squirming around. But no, not at a bike Shall I tell you one thing? I put a garment on my dog once. <laughs> no, I did. did I did because, yeah, well, <laughs> no, I went out on my gravel bike with him. Uh, this was way back. Uh, uh, and I've always, there's always been this kind of thing like, you know, if you take a dog for a walk, it will do three times the distance that you walk. Right. So I was really interested to see if that worked for cycling. So I strapped a Garmin onto his collar and uh, went, <laughs> went for a little kind of off-road circuit near me. Uh, and it was absolutely true. I did I did 10 miles um, and Bingo, my dog, did 32.3 miles. Oh, I think. What? <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. though you were riding? That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So there you go. Wow. That's interesting, isn't it? Anyway, I'm gonna, back I'm on topic. I'm going to do that to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> back on topic. Um, what has improved, I think, Shade, is, uh, I mean, uh, Cormac's dad there was saying in the early days, it was really tough, actually, to, to just get his kid on a, on a bike, on a trainer, because, you know, it was just nothing fitted, you know, but that's really improved, hasn't it? Yeah, a few of the um, solutions, I guess. The trainers haven't changed, I don't think, a lot from what I'm aware. Like, I haven't put a kid's bike on, but what I've seen, though, is solutions of people showing each other how to do it with different axle adapters. Actually, one of the videos I'm working on for today is a through-axle adapter for an older trainer. Um, so a lot of the adapters and a lot of the solutions are out there. And we have the internet now where we can share out our experiences. That's exactly what my YouTube channel is all about, sharing out how people can have a better time indoors. And I think the little groups they've got running on Facebook for kids Swifters and things like that are doing really well for exactly this. More kids on Swift. Uh, great. Great thing. Really nice to see. Right on. Okay, then. Well, a number of layoffs were announced at Zwift just a few days ago. Um, people losing their jobs is is awful. Uh, no two ways about it. And I know quite well, actually, some of the people involved. So this is a sensitive show, subject for me to cover. And I think the same goes for my fellow Zwiftcasters. But uh, we, need, we need to cover it because it will have an effect on on subscribers, I think. That's, we'll get to that in a moment. But the layoffs were, a pretty, were part of a pretty significant reorganization of the company, and that will affect subscribers, so it's right we talk about it. Before we get into the guts of what it means for Zwifters, let me just say what I know that I think is important that you know. This reorganization has been a long time in the planning. It is completely unrelated to the virus, and the timing is unfortunate. People leaving the company will be well looked after with packages that should remove the additional concerns brought on by the virus. Um, I've been I've been told that uh, personally. This is quite quite clearly not a sign that Zwift is in any kind of financial trouble. Uh, even more so, those signs are obvious given the the number of new subscribers coming onto the platform. So that's kind of what we know about about some of the background. And let's get on to slightly more speculative territory, although we'll try and do it sensitively, about what lies behind this. Um, here's my take. Uh, and, I, you know, again, I really don't want to be or, uh, intensive or want to be insensitive to the people leaving the company. But I do think the net effect of these moves will be positive for the vast majority of Zwifters. Uh, this, to me, looks to be a, a refocus on the core product cycling, and it sets up the company to move faster, to deliver the features that the community is desperate to get, and has got used to waiting for. I think Eric Min's honesty in our interview about the progress, progress of Zwift over the past year, uh, if you remember, he rated it as flat and gave it only 4.5 out of 10 in achieved potential, the same score as 15 months earlier, I think that was really, really significant. And I think the reorg and the refocus um, is probably not a direct response to that, but but it certainly plays into it. Okay, that's the headline. But of course, there are nuances. And here we are firmly in the realm of speculation based on the limited information Swift has provided. I don't blame them for doing that, by the way. They're a, a company operating in a competitive arena. 
Uh, one of the nuances, Shane, is hardware, and we will talk about that in a moment. But just generally, first, your your general take on this. Yeah, look, corporate changes are commonly known as business as usual. Uh, we mm. see people online thumping the table about uh, this online, and these are people who have zero insight into the inner workings and performance reviews and KPIs of these people. Uh, look, to link this in any way, as people have online, to the COVID-19 issue is case in point on that. These decisions obviously were made months in advance, not just weeks in advance. For me, look, what's these people's take on millions of people being out of work right now? I can't tell you how insignificant this news really is in the whole scheme of things. Uh, mm. I think every week we see another gate online that fires people up and uh, a lot of the times they're on things that really matter. This is just business. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. Whilst, yes, again, you know, expressing sympathy for the people, some of whom I know who are involved. But but yeah, it's business as usual. Uh, Nathan, in general, before we get on to some of the, the nuances, in general, what, what, what do you think this means? So I'm going to get a little metaphorical, but when a tree grows, uh, you know, my dad was in landscaping. Eventually, you got to trim the branches and there's mm. a lot of times some overgrowth that ends up happening. This company has grown very, very fast. And the structuring, like you said, the refocus. I think some lean and mean has to come, 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 you know, come along a little bit. And when I say that, I mean like it's getting fit. The company itself needs to get fit a little bit. It needs to figure out where things are lagging or not lagging, and then figure out how to structure well so that it can do all of its processes to the highest ability you possibly can. I think you hit the nail on the head. The frustration that came through in the in the in the interview. I think we're seeing some of the responses to that at a higher corporate level. So, um, and like you said, like I am hurting a little bit inside, just even with some of the faces that come to mind because they're good friends of mine that mm. I felt like I was a part of a family with, but it is a business and it needs to have awesome structure. I also hear and see that there's probably some places where people have a lot of ability and talent that is going to then be used very well in maybe ways that it wasn't before if there is good restructuring that ends up happening. And a lot of time that is what it gets lost in, um, in corporate situations where people are doing things that are meaningless or don't have as much impact as they're supposed to. So I have a feeling that that's kind of where they're aiming at. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good analogy that the tree one, um, onto some of the specifics. Um, Shane Hardware, I mean, Zwift in their statement specified, very clearly specified hardware as a second focus of the reorganization's objectives. Pretty significant, that, I think, don't you? Yeah, but we still don't know anything of their hardware ambitions other than a few short statements that tell us, well, not much. Um, but from this, people have jumped to conclusion of hardware lockouts and being shunned by Zwift. And again, I think this comes back to perspective of those 24,000 people we saw online the other day, those 50 kilometer of riders lined up end to end, none of them were on Zwift hardware. Um, yeah. Zwift will never lock those people out ever. But I think what Zwift can do is exactly what they've done in software to tax and be cool, 3D virtual cycling. They came along and made something that was better and everyone jumped on board and loved it. So what if they did come along in hardware and release something that was better and that did provide a better experience than everything else? And from there, people could simply choose to go over that and over their outdated trainer. I don't see that as a bad yeah. thing. Uh, let's look at the hardware people are on now. Look, let's be honest, most of it's pretty old and most of it hasn't changed in years. Yeah, No, you're quite right. I mean, I, I just, you know, Swift would not lock people out of their products by insisting that they spend X on my trainer. You know, I just do not see that happening. I mean, even if it's... And they've never said that either. Even if it's a creeping process where, okay, you get a couple of bonus features if you buy a Zwift trainer, but even so, that would be done so, so, so carefully. And and the point you make about people updating trainers, I mean, smart trainers have been out a few years now, but, you know, some of them are getting pretty long in the tooth and people are looking to buy a second or maybe even third smart trainer. And if one of those in the shop uh, in a year or two years' time is a Zwift trainer, well, they they might consider that. And that's that's the way I, I see this happening. Um, Nathan, on to, on to racing and eSports. Uh, pretty much nothing in the public arena on this subject. Um, but there have been, we think, cuts made to, to that section of the company. Where do, you, where, do, where do you think we're going here? Well, this is... I actually don't have any extra information on this. Like you would think, I mean, I'm directly with in no. interaction with the team, but I, I don't know what's going on there. All I can do is speculate on what we said last time on, on the, um, on the Zwift cast last episode, I said that the cart was put before the horse a little bit, maybe, and that 
um, the type of growth um, at a very uh, high level of sport uh, might not be the focus as much anymore. Um, this, and and I, I think that they want that 100% that like getting the really big, awesome world national competitions is something that's really wanted. And I think there's some things in place for that, but there might be more of a refocus to grow it out of the huge community we see growing right now, you know? And so, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I think you're right on that. And, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this on the, on the next episode actually, which of course is only a few days away now we're weekly, um, which is that the Olympics uh, have been postponed, which means, uh, you know, I mean, we'll save this for the next episode, so let's let's not dwell on it. But but you know, there could be some pretty big 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 impacts on on Swift for that because, as far as we know, the Olympics, you know, was probably going to figure in their next map. You know, the uh, the whole of in uh, real life cycling is on hold, so the worlds, you know, must be under under threat. Anyway, we will we will look at all of that next episode. Okay, finally on um, on running. Uh, to me personally, probably the biggest surprise was the departure of the of the VP for running. Eric uh, Eric Main himself has been posting that this does not mean that running is less important. He says, and these are his words: "It's not going anywhere, and will get more attention over time, and is absolutely core to the Zwift experience." Oh, we just have to take that face value, Shane, don't we? Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm running for what I do here. I've dabbled in some running setups and technology there, but look, I've got to produce content around what people are searching for or viewing, or I can't do what I do. And I haven't done any running content for a long while other than the 400 meter track. So I think that's telling as well. Look, I I respect that it's there and I, I I don't mind riding past a few runners every now and then and seeing the running track that that's pretty cool. As for the popularity, I'm not quite sure the ups we've seen in cycling in the last few do days have, is also brought we on the runs, a, but uh, no. we'll see. Do we have an ability live? I don't even know. Like, do we have an ability live? Like, we see Zwifty now. Do we see cycling now running now in anywhere or no? Mm. Yeah. Who's active in running or who's active in cycling? I no, don't, I don't think you can. Can you split that up? It would know. give you a better idea at times in like live, you know what I mean? It might also give runners more like incentive, mm. like here's how many people I can go run with. You more know feedback. What I mean? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nathan, I guess we've just got to see how things pan out with, with, with running. But I mean, it was very interesting that Eric jumped in specifically there to reassure that community. Yeah, I mean, well, I think that that was a very speculative post that it was out there though too. I, I think that there was... Um, yeah. just a lot of assumptions that you just can't, the, those answers weren't there at all. Like as if anything was actually happening with, with running, it was, we have no idea what the internal plans are whatsoever. We just know that there was some restructuring and, and, and business going down that didn't have anything to do with the support of the product or there was no announcement around any of that. So, um, you know, maybe running had some underlying feelings though. Like people had feelings that were already there that were then like, Hey, we're not getting enough attention. And this verifies that, you know, or something like that, or it's not growing as much as yeah. we would like to also. Yeah. And so, Oh no, you know, the world is ending, you know, kind of a thing because this ba- thing happened that seems bad, you know? So, um, but I, I don't, uh, I think that that was mainly a lot of a lot of speculation is what it looked like to me. And I, I mean, I was thinking about jumping in there, but I try and stay out of it. <laughs> well, I mean, but I, I could see why the running community was was unsettled by this news, but um, Eric did did give them reassurance, you know. And you've got to you've got to take that, you know. It's from the CEO. He cared enough to go in there and say that that running was still very very important and and it wasn't going away. So let's uh, see how that works out. Right, well, in these virus times, many, many clubs and groups of riding buddies are shifting rides indoors and Zwift is suddenly on everyone's lips, even those cyclists who may not have been enthusiasts for the game in the past. This has put the group meetup feature into sharp focus. I talked to a club rider who's been using it to organise club rides for some, some little time. Welcome to the Zwiftcast to Richard Gate, uh, an old mucker of mine, actually. Uh, we've had a few thrills and spills together, Richard. We, we have indeed, over a few years, yeah, thrills and spills. And what I wanted to talk to you, Richard, was clubs saying, right, how do we organise a group ride on Zwift? 
you've been organising these for some time. Uh, how do you feel they work? They work more reliably now than they ever have, actually. Um, this season, I've been using Zwift exclusively. And I've, first of all, the reliability of the system has, has impressed me. In terms of organising uh, group rides, it's still a little bit... Um, fiddly. Fiddly for the, 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 the newer uh, Zwifter, I guess, who's unfamiliar with it. Once you get the hang of it, I've got to say it's pretty easy. You just need to know, uh, to be able to invite someone on a meetup, you've got to, be, you've got to have them following you. Uh, so I think that's probably the biggest fiddle factor. Uh, it would be great to have some sort of club function where you could you could throw a number of members all together in a club and have an automatic uh, invite to all club members. Uh, that would be a fantastic facility. But I, I couldn't agree more, and that is coming, but obviously not at the perhaps at the most critical time that it's needed. You have a hand in organising your club uh, online activities. I'm assuming you're seeing an upsurge in interest. I think it's about to uh, to explode, really. As a club, we're we're looking to potentially put on events that um, that include our our local uh, other other clubs as well. So our friendly local groups that we all race against and time trial against uh, in our locale. Um, if we can bring them in, I think that will be increasing the excitement factor and uh, and a bit more variety. Yeah, good idea. Bring the, bring the whole kind of cycling community together. And in that wider cycling community, again, are you noticing a, a, a kind of uptick in interest in, in the ability or the, the potential to be able to ride together virtually? I think everybody has an appreciation of smart trainer is now, what the options are. The, the, the advertising for Zwift has made, uh, made it a wide-ranging presence across all cyclists now. Thanks very much indeed for your time. Lovely talking to you. Pleasure, Simon. Nathan, this feature, possibly more than any other single feature in Zwift, is so of the moment. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I'm supposed to run one this Friday, and I love the feature and hate the feature at the same time. (laughs) So, like, I have a a, a group meetup with a local bike shop I'm working with, and none of the people who are in that, that, that we want to get into the group follow me. And I have... I mean, I have 1,800 followers, and how am I going to parse them all? And I got to, like, interact with each and every one of these people to get them to follow me. I follow them. Then I add them to it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's like, is this even going to happen? So now I'm going to have to do, like, a bunch of social posts that, like, and, like, even, like, a video to, like, teach somebody or send them to Shane's video. Shane did a great video on this. Go check out Shane's video about doing the meetup features. But, I mean, it's, you know... I love the feature. It's perfect. We're actually doing live streams specifically around this feature in uh, partnership with Volet now actually on ZCL on Tuesday nights. It's starting next week where we're doing like meetups where people are going head to head with team V team. And there's a lot of cool things the community can do with it. It's such a great feature. It just needs a little bit of love right now. Like really needs a little bit of love for some great ability to just meet up easily and post a link so people can just join the ride, you know? Well, none of us have used the word yet, so let's get it out there. Clunky. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I think you're absolutely right, Nathan. I, I love this feature too. I mean, you know, when it first came in, I thought this was going to change everything. But, man, it's clunky. I mean, it just is so clunky. I mean, again, I have exactly, direct, same as you, direct personal experience of this. Uh, as I've already mentioned, the, the bike shops here in Girona are really, really struggling, trying to do something to make them feel better, organised a group meet-up with um, lots of pro riders, actually just in support of a bike shop here in Girona. Uh, and the number of messages I've had from people that like, how does this work? So they've got to follow me or I've got to follow that. You know, it's just like, wow, wow, this could be so much easier. Uh, Shane, I think people, listeners, think that we just sit here taking pot shots. But, you know, I mean, we have fed this into HQ, haven't we? And... Um, you know, it does work, this feature, but gosh, it could be better. Yeah, look, I think there's a few low-hanging pieces of fruit here on this specific feature they should unlock or just revise right now. Um, yeah. First of all, the 50 user limit or the 50 rider limit to meetups um, and also the ability of someone to uh, invite people who aren't following them. So there's a few restrictions right there. One tip and trick that I came up with for um, this feature this week, and I didn't put it in my video, I'll do an advanced you know, hacks or something video later on on this one, 
if the person following you has a certain tag in their username. Now, remember back in the day, we used to put tags in our username yeah, yeah. to designate yeah, uh, the yeah. groups we were from. So yeah. um, Canyon ZCC, I think I have ZCC in there, right? Nathan, I think you had Vision in your name. Um, something that was similar between all the you know people in the certain group. Now, if you search on that tag of the people who are following you, their names will pop up. So for your local sh- uh, shop there, Simon, let's just say it was Girona Cycling Club. So what, GCC or something, yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty yeah. generic. If everyone has that in their name and then you search for that, bang, they'll all pop up on the list and you can hit plus, 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 and it makes life really, really easy. It's a workaround slash hack, but you've got to then communicate to tell people. It makes life easy if for the yeah. organizer, but then you've got to go to all of these people, some of them you knew to Zwift and say, um, you've got to change your name yeah. in the yep. game, you know, and they're like, what? URL is what we need. We need a clickable URL. Um, I think people yeah. would be responsible for that because if you're setting up a ride, you're not going to spam people out. I understand it, it is why it is because of these anti-spam stuff. Um, it could be used for malicious purposes, I guess. Um, but I think it's time to really remove that restriction and just open it up a little more. Uh, one thing I will mention as well, anybody having trouble with this feature, make sure your apps are updated. Uh, Apple TV should update automatically. Sometimes it doesn't. So make sure you go into the App Store and make sure it's updated on your Apple TV. Same with the Android, same with your iPhone. PC and Mac will update when you start. Another trick as well I found, and I had this happen to me, um, it works a lot better when you log in. And because you've got to log into Zwift first before you switch to the world or wherever you're going to, you can't go straight to the starting pen or the starting area for this. If you log into the same world as you're switching to, I've had a better chance of it popping up saying, do you want to join this ride now? I'm right. not sure if it's just me, but there's just a few little tips to, uh, to carry people through to make sure it will possibly work every time. Yeah. Shouldn't need to be worked around, so should there? That's the point. No, there shouldn't be. Okay, let's get a quick take uh, uh, because he's been on twice already. So three times would be great. Quick take from uh, Eric Slungy on this one. Um, uh, you've been relatively vocal, I think, uh, uh, and very actually precise about ways that you would like to see group meetup um, improved in your posts on the subject. So I'm going to confine you to one point. If, 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 if they could just do something to make it just a little less clunky, what would you like that something to be? Just one thing, my my wish, my one wish would be that we could optionally hide riders who aren't in the meetup, uh, yeah. especially right now with things so busy. We rode Watopia the other day with a small group and it was just, it was super packed. It was almost like a conga line with, I think there was eight or 9,000 on there. So it, it's really hard to keep track of a group, especially if you don't have the keep everyone together option set. Uh, they get they get off your your rider list on the right and you don't know if they're ahead of you or behind you it's it's tough to keep track so if everybody else was hidden i think that that would allow you to do a lot more with meetups like fun races and stuff like that too yeah that would be my call actually and i think that's heightened by the fact that we're likely to see the average size of group meetups get a bit a bit bigger because i know for for sure i mean clubs i'm involved with and you see all over, all organs of Zwift Media, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 people. Obviously, that's the max. But, you know, I don't think that's going to be uncommon. No, I don't think so. I think we'll keep seeing them getting bigger and bigger. Mm. Okay. Well, good call as ever. Uh, lovely to have you on the podcast. Three times, three for the price of one. Great stuff. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Simon. Stay, stay safe over yeah, there. you too. And I'm sure we'll be talking again before too long. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, and uh, Eric makes a great point there. Uh, you know, another kind of real obvious thing is um, when you're on a group meetup, you, you know, all the other riders should be should be hidden. But uh, yeah, but you know, it, where Nathan started this discussion is so so correct. You know, I think we all love this feature and simultaneously hate it because because there's just quite a lot of what looks to be, I'm sure it's not, but looks to be simple stuff that could make it better. Anyway, there we go. We've made our point. Okay, well, that's flown by, fellas, hasn't it? Uh, that's nearly it. Um, except to say I have changed my position on doing the Alp on a mountain bike. Stunned silence from my fellows. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you've, you've done it or you're going to be doing oh, it? Yeah, or we'll it will be going a bit far, Shane. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. I've decided I am going to do it. Uh, now, you did it, Shane. And what? it was what, pl- like plus 10 minutes on your normal time or something? 
Exactly. Somebody did say it took them an extra 15 minutes. And looking back through my history, going to Strava, um, to the Zwift Insider Verified route on that and my efforts, it was the slowest effort I've done up there. I wasn't going too hard. It was, uh, I think I did 226 watts. I live streamed it and just chatted to everyone, which makes the time go very, very fast. Um, it doesn't make my time up the hill go fast, though. Uh, yeah, I think it was an hour 11, which is, yeah, around exactly what people were saying, how much slower it was. Uh, it was... It, it took a while. It took a while, but I distracted myself. So I think that's the key. If you can distract yourself in line, which is what Zwift is anyway, distraction from us sitting there peddling and going nowhere. Um, so, yeah, put some good tunes on. Yeah, maybe do some Instagramming at the same time. Yeah, you'll get it done. Yeah. All right. So I'll I'll, I'll do this. Yeah, I was going to say this. that was the if, next question. If, if, no, if Shane will race me on the mountain bike course. <laughs> if Shane races me on the mountain bike course, and then I agree hey. to do a live stream. We have to live stream it, and 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 then I agree to live stream an all-out effort. I mean an all-out Gara effort, go-go gorilla to the top of the Alp de Zwift if he races me on the mountain bike course live. You have to accept that challenge. Only if I can do it on the Tron. <laughs> I think that would be an equalizer. <laughs> oh man! Well, no, so you want me on the Tron, no, no, and then no, no, you're no, no, on the no, no. mountain bike. You're on the no, mountain bike. The I'm on the Tron. That's a good handicap. Come on now. That I think. I think. No, I'm talking. We're racing on. No, no. You have to race me on the mount on the mountain bike course. On the mountain bike course, not uh, up the with out. the steering. Oh, on the st- with the oh. steering on the steering course, race me on the mountain bike course, and then I'll go do your Alpe de Zwift on the mountain bike full on. This is like punching school children, Nathan. You, 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 <laughs> <laughs> whilst we shouldn't do it, sometimes we want. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll have to think about this one. Just like you two boys sat on the fence last week, I'm firmly right in the middle of the fence right now. Okay, well, well we are we are moving forward by next week's Swift Cast. <laughs> Uh, I will definitely have done the Alp on a mountain bike. I, I think. Uh, no, no, no. Nathan won't stop because he's waiting for you to accept his challenge to race him on the mount on the mountain bike steering course. So uh, we'll come back to you on that one. Uh, okay. Well, little shout out to the Zwiftcast listeners who also accepted the challenge. Well done to Patrick Tan, Bill Toe, uh, Peter Toth, Brian Pearson, Chad Manise, Darren Chandising, Byron Mitchell, Chris Ty, Daffod Williams, Andrew Scott, and if I've forgotten or missed anyone, my great apologies to them. Um, there was talk of of actually doing this as a Zwiftcast listeners group meetup uh i could be in for that nice and shane yep. yeah i'll do okay but we uh, first we have to figure out if we're racing our mountain bikes and then <laughs> i'll do the group meetup. <laughs> okay this, this 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 is a moving target this is fast developing stuff um so uh, uh keep an eye on swiftcast listeners for for what seems to be an endless series of challenges but uh challenges but i would actually like to do a swiftcast listeners group meetup of some kind so i'll put my thinking cap on as, as to how that might work uh, so stay tuned to uh, uh, to, the, to your favourite podcast and to the Zwiftcast listeners group, and we'll we'll try and get something going in these in these difficult times. It will be nice. It will be nice to do something where maybe all three of us were were present. Although there are time zone issues there, but we'll we'll see what we can do. Okay, well, uh, that really has flown by. Really, really has flown by. Um, so yeah, that's it, uh, Shane. Uh, I, I guess you know you're drowning in views, are you? it's it's busier for me right now than in the weeks leading up to Eurobike. Typically, the weeks leading up to Eurobike are flat out because we have all these unreleased products we have to schedule reviews of and become a product expert on before they're released and to and fro's between companies and things. It's really, really busy. As we've seen the upswing on, if you go to Google Trends and just type in Zwift, mm-hmm. you'll be blown away by the amount of traffic that Zwift are hitting. Um, and a lot of, I mean, my kind of, I've been on this game for years and years and years. I've been putting out probably three and a half years now, maybe four years of content on Zwift and Zwift help. Uh, my library of videos are just slowly rising up. Um, it's not just the new videos that I'm doing and getting a few thousand views each or 10,000, 15,000. It's all the older videos I've put there as evergreen content, which is absolutely brilliant. I'm loving it. This is why I do the content. Uh, and people are learning from that. They're having a better experience indoors. So in this time where the world is completely upside down, people can turn to what I've made, apply that knowledge, um, take it a little further, invent their own little things, their own setups, get their kids on Zwift, find the Zwift cast, you know, do, do all these things, you know, watch Zwift live for the first time. Mm. 
it's good. It's good. But yeah, things things are busy, very, very busy. But I'm going back to basics for a lot of the stuff that I'm doing to help everyone out. So yeah, covering the meetups functionality, which I've, I've touched on before, but I ran everyone through exactly here's how to do it because I know clubs want to share this information and show people how to do it. Um, we're back on to simple Zwift setups with Apple TV and Bluetooth this week. So no dongles, no ant sticks, no mucking around. A trainer, the Apple TV, your bike, and you ride. And that's the, that's the setup I've been using. Um, and on that, I've been using the Apple TV 4K for the bunch ride of the uh, Tour de Zwift. Works really well. I'm super yeah. impressed with a little piece of hardware. Um, and again, tonight I'm working on a through axle video to show people how to use an older trainer with the newer bikes um, for some of the tech stuff. So back to basics, um, on the grind, on the grind. Um, I'm super pumped to help out a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Nathan, you know, I guess. Well, I, I mean, I'm I'm obviously much busier. I mean, not only just producing weekly episodes, obviously, it's a lot more work. I'm very much enjoying doing it. Not complaining about that. Uh, I've nothing else to do, so <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a blessing, actually. Uh, but again, Nathan, I guess you know, similar to to, to myself and Shane, your workload is uh, through the roof. Yeah, I mean, everybody's making new events and everybody's wants it live, live streamed, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. I love it. It's just um, parsing what to do, getting all the, I mean, there's a lot of um, setup that goes into all that, making sure that things are across the scheduling and everything. So, but there's, um, you know, the new Koa boys that are on, on point. They're super on point. They have their scheduling. I think it looks like three new live streams a week. We're scheduling, um, I'm scheduling out. It uh, looks like at least four um, new live streams a week on top of what we are already doing, plus what's going on with Zwift live content and Zwift uh, owned content. So, um, you know, and, and that's only going up. I mean, that's that's literally what I'm already like scheduling out while there's like three or four other organizations or projects asking for like yeah. two or three weeks out from now. So it's like, whoa, really? And then like new responsibilities too, like... I was on the phone with Jeremiah Bishop two or three times this week, actually just talking about getting things together for the mountain bike yeah. crew and running group rides and stuff. So it's pretty, um, it's pretty fun too. Like that side, like the kind of connections I'm making through Zwift now. I mean, when I first got into mountain biking, I watched off road to Athens, which is a documentary about how, um, Bishop, Jeremiah, JHK, and and the women's side of things, Georgia Gould, and they were all battling it out for the Olympic spot for the Americans, and that's what part of what inspired me to go race bikes. And now me and Jeremiah are talking about running group rides on Zwift. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah, him on the phone. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about riding. You know, I mean, I raced with them as a pro years later, but it's different now. Now we're buddies through Zwift, which is cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh, okay, one very, very, very last thing uh, before we go. I mean, I, I know we all do this anyway, but. We're all being as nice as we possibly can to newswifters, aren't we, when they come in with questions that we've heard precisely 87.9 million times before. We are all doing that, aren't we? <laughs> I think we've gotten better about it, though. I think I think it's gotten way better. I think because the community figured out, like, ZVA is the place to kind of do that a little bit. I don't know. I don't – I kind of, like – checked out though a while a long long time ago mm. on Zwift Riders or those other spaces where like they ask why the Garmin speed is different than the speed in Zwift or they ask I don't know what's the other ones like trainer difficulty or how do I turn what, you know? that's gonna people have to find that people have to find their own way in Zwift I think it's a there's a there's a rite of passage there of you know, thinking you've clicked on the um, Everest challenge and thinking you're going to get that Tron bike at 8848 meters and then finding out you've got a lot more to go before the trial. We can't let the newbies know that. You've got to find that out themselves. <laughs> there's a few there's a few rites of passage that you've got to figure out. <laughs> or they can just go to my channel and figure it out anyway. But Learn no, no, the hard no, way. That's, yeah, Learn, yeah. that's very Australian. That is, mate. Learn the hard way. <laughs> uh, quite right, Sue. Uh, pleasure talking to you, fellas. Until this time next week. Thank you very much indeed. Look forward to it, boys. Thanks. 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 Usual reminder time, the Zwiftcast is supported by Zwift, but we decide what goes into the podcast, not Zwift. Thanks for listening. See you next time.